a good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Uh, tonight, I got my buddy back with me, <laughs> uh, Steve Holder, who's running for Congress in Tennessee for the 1st District. And uh, the last time we talked, Steve had just basically started his campaign to run for congressman down there. And Steve's here to join us again to give us an update on the progress of his campaign and the status. Steve is running for independent, for those that don't know. And he's going against the establishment and the moneymaker Republican Party down in that district, that area. And uh, he, he's going through an uphill battle. And, uh, you know, we're, we're there for Steve. We, we want to be an outlet for Steve, whether we're in Tennessee or not. You know, um, every candidate needs their voice heard, whether mm -hmm. they have big pockets to spend for their campaign or not. We want to be a voice for everybody that wants to serve the community. What's up, Steve? Hey man, good to have you. Good to be back again. Thank you for having me back, bro. Great, Thank great, you. great. Okay, so so I I saw that you uh posted the article. The the local newspaper finally gave you some press. What? Yeah. How did that come about? Well, I've been raising a whole lot of hell on Facebook and on Twitter, and I've been calling out my two opponents on everything and i've been kind of a nuisance to the local media you know i've been sending them messages and posting about them on facebook you know i've just had to raise a little hell to get some attention but now i've been interviewed on some tv stations and uh, done a interview today at the local newspaper the johnson city press and so things are starting to pick up and People at least know who I am now. That's great. That's great. I know you said that the uh, the incumbent, the Republican uh, candidate with the deep pockets, she was endorsed by the president today. So she kind of yeah. used yeah. that as her whole card. Um, has she has she tried to debate you, or she doesn't feel as though no, you're a no. threat? No, she she doesn't think I'm worthy. You know, she keeps saying she didn't even bait the Republican uh, people. And, you know, there was about 20 people trying to get the Republican nomination. She wouldn't even debate them. So she just does not debate, period. She just depends on her connections and her money. And that's working well for her. You know, and she says she doesn't want to debate with the Democrat candidate because she says some things to dispar disparage the police. Okay, and I get her her issue with Blair, but that has nothing to do with me. You know, so she's just got that blanket uh, excuse and she's not going to budge from that. She's not going to budge. So she's got the she's got the deep pockets. How long has she been down there um, wielding her power? She's, I think she grew up in this area. She has a pharmacy in uh, Kingsport, Tennessee, where she owns, she and her husband. And I don't remember if I mentioned it to you before or not, but her husband went to prison for four years yeah. because they were buying some illegal drugs from China cheaply and selling them to their patients at their drugstore as American drugs. And, you know, she became a millionaire and he went to prison. So, <laughs> you know, does that sound shady to you? I don't know. <laughs> so, she's, so she's basically been wielding her power, um, influence within the district and her money 
And um, so she got endorsed by the president, and yeah, you know that's that's a whole nother world game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a, a good thing or a bad thing being endorsed by the president. Yeah. Okay. So like, like I don't know a lot of a lot of my audience. I don't know if the, the president audience that may be watching um, understand that you are running, and I always think this is interesting. You're running a poor people's campaign. Yeah. Um, a lot of people feel as though. When you're running as an independent, oh, uh, it's a two-party system. You don't have a chance to win. Uh, yeah. What what made you realize that you know I want to run a, on an independent campaign and not have any alliance to either party? Well, I don't really fit in with either party. I'm mostly liberal. The only things that I would fit in with the Republican Party on are. I am against abortion, and also I'm pro-Second Amendment, which, you know, I realize some Democrats are pro-Second Amendment, but most aren't, and that keeps me out of their party. And I don't fit in the Republican Party because on everything else, I'm liberal. Um, I th you th do, you, do you think that with when you, when you like, uh, aligning yourself with a party or not aligning yourself with a party, I think sometimes people will feel as though you have to be so rigid on the the values and the principles. I think they uh they they like even if it's a person that's a Democrat, it's Democrats that may be against abortion as well. It doesn't mean that you know. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of tricky that you have to uh, do it like that. So the, yeah. poor, the poor people's campaign. Exactly, exactly. I've spent less than $100, and oh, I may spend that much more. I don't know. Maybe not. You so. spent less than $100 on your campaign. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So do you think that you were able to use social media better than your two, uh, your two, uh, those two people? Maybe. I'm not sure. Definitely better than Diana, because that's not really her world. Blair Walsingham, she's got a lot of uh, media attention. I got a lot of websites. She has a podcast, which she told me I could come on and be a guest if I would join her team. Wasn't that nice of her? <laughs> well, she wanted. She said in order to come on her podcast, you'd have to be aligning yourself with her politics. Yeah, she'll she'll let me join her team, and I can be a guest on her podcast. She. Threw that out there to me like I was supposed to jump on that. And I just can't see me doing that. <laughs> and, and, and this is also the same person that that is, uh, let's say, running from the debate. This is the one that says she wants to debate, but she will only debate the Republican. She won't mm -hmm. debate me unless she gets to debate Diana Harshbarger, the millionaire. Wow. Well, uh, she's running. She she wants to debate the, the Republican on the big pockets, but doesn't yeah. want to debate you. I guess yeah. uh, she may feel as though you're speaking from a, uh, a different advantage, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she said on one of her Zoom meetings the other night, she was considering debating with an empty chair. I'm serious. She said she might do that to get her points across, but she won't debate me. Interesting, huh? Mm. So is she from the county as well, your area? She is from my district, not the same county, but it's okay. the same district. Uh, and uh, she has a farm, her and her husband and four kids. I 
don't see how she finds time to do politics, to be honest with you, but she must be a go-getter. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so how how was the the local newspaper? How were they very uh, were they kind to you? Did they feel like you know it was you were interested? You were interested that you were going to uh, to throw your hat in the ring at this thing. When I went for the interview at the newspaper, there were three gentlemen that interviewed me at the same time in a big conference room at the conference table. And it kind of felt more like an inquisition than it did an interview, you know. And I don't know what that's going to look like when it hits the paper. I'll be glad to uh, send you a copy of it when it comes out. <laughs> it might make another show all by itself. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it, 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 you seem like they're probably trying to press you like an inquisition, right? I so, think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how how is the uh, the local town picking up? Is are they picking up like understanding why you're running and everybody that's known you all your life there and and you you've yeah. seen the town change so much and yeah, it's it seems to be like I'm another person now. You know, I don't get treated the same. It's I guess. Uh, a lot of them don't know how to take me now. You know, I mean, I've always been the laid back, shy guy, and I basically am. I'm very low key where I was, you know, until I got into this. And people aren't used to me being so out there. They're not used to seeing me on TV or in the newspapers, you know, and they wonder, who is this dude? Yeah. <laughs> what what about the, uh, the the social media? I know I know you've been taking advantage of uh, Facebook and and Twitter. One of the better the good things is that if you use it correctly, as we've seen, it gotten it got one man all the way to the White House because he knew how to use Twitter to the to the best of his advantage. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like it's been helping you um, the social media? Well, that's my main way of getting out there, uh, especially since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. You know, a lot of people were told to stay indoors and still are being told that. So that kind of helped me because I don't want to be out there amongst the people anyway, being the shy introvert that I am. I would rather do it on social media. Yeah, yeah. Level the playing field a little bit. They couldn't get out and do their campaigns, so they were forced to come to the internet largely. So that I believe that has helped me more than it's hurt me. Did you ever think about, um, you know, asking them for like a debate in like a town hall setting where it's like virtual? You I'm ever trying. I'm still trying. But uh, so far, no luck. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. So campaign, the campaign managers, are just, the Republicans, she's not, she's just not debating anybody. She feels right. as though, you know, nobody has to debate her. And the Democrat, yeah. she keeps saying that she wants to debate you, and then they're not wanting to debate. I mean, that's got to be kind of, kind of hard. You got time, like yo, let's, let's, yeah. let's do this. Let's take care of it. Um. I think that's remarkable. And so we're like less than uh, almost a little over 30 days away from the big day. Won't be long. Won't be long. So how is the, how is the mail-in balance down there? Are they going to be difficult or it, it seems like it's going to be easy? I think it's going to be difficult. There's a lot of people not only around the country, but here also who have their doubts about the election being 
handled fairly and legally. Uh, and I, I'm kind of skeptical about that too, you know? And Donald Trump has been, you know, hampering with the United States Postal Service. He's got one of his billionaire friends running the Postal Service now. So mm -hmm. it, who knows how it's going to work out? I don't think anybody really has a lot of confidence in the system right now. You know, and that's understandable. Yeah, it is. A, it's a very interesting times that um, you would think in 2020 we wouldn't have so many obstacles with uh, voting, whether it's, you know, the, the, the actual machine or with this mail-in ballot, but hopefully everything works out well and it, there is no corruption. And <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite sure a lot of the uh, people that doesn't, that isn't winning is gonna play uh, foul play because yeah. Yeah. it's going to be interesting. The next, next four yeah. months, I guess. I think it's really interesting after November the 4th also. I, I'm, I'm really fearful, as a lot of people are, that there's going to, no matter who wins as president, the other side's going to be really, really angry and not really going to accept things as they should be accepted. You know what yeah. I mean? It yeah. doesn't look well, especially with the uh, thing that happened yesterday uh, with the, the killer of Brianna Taylor not even get charged for her murder. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know we had to obviously got a lot of people pissed off some more, and I'm going to see that getting better. Do you? You know, it's, 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 it's one thing, Steve, it's like, uh, I don't know if it's the, the national spotlight or what, it's like these cases are very interesting. I know that we do have, uh, we have a major problem, and, and like you said in your campaign, we've had a major problem for so long, and it's like, uh, nobody wants to address it. It's yeah. more of we're gonna address it. Just make sure you vote. And then what happens when it happens again after the election? Because I remember when um, President Obama was in, that was like the Republicans' big thing. Oh, we're gonna attack the President Obama with the voting issue, and now you know President Trump voting issue. And at the end of the day, what has really changed? Um, yeah, for, for for the citizens in this country. Um, one of the, one of the things that I find interesting, I just think that the poor people's campaign. I can't get enough of you doing that. I um, a lot of people see that in certain places throughout the country, the people with the money are running these counties, these sheriff's departments. So that's where the lack of accountability comes in. That even on the court level. So it would be great for you or you know, to get in there and you'd really be bucking the system. Has it ever been an independent candidate in Tennessee? No, no. As a matter of fact, no. the past hundred and some years, it's always been a Republican. Wow. It's always been a white guy. It's, you know, so one of us three are going to make history this time. Oh, so, so, so it's always been a, it's always been a white guy that, that has done it. So whether she's a Republican white woman a Democrat white woman or an independent white man, somebody's going to make history in Tennessee. Somebody's making history, yeah. Wow, wow, that's 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 a good thing. That's a good thing. So, is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Steve? Well, I don't remember if my website had been hacked the last time I talked to you or not, but I got a new website. It's SteveHolder2020.com. 
Okay. Because yet the last time I think I had the old one, but somehow or another it got uh, shut down. The Russians got to it. <laughs> yeah. Steveholder2020.com. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. Glad you could join us for a couple minutes, Steve. And, you know, we'll keep in touch. Um, send me, I got the one article. Send me the other article when you get a chance. Okay. We'll and, uh, definitely we'll keep in touch. And, you know, uh, we'll be watching. And, and hopefully some things happen down in that second, that first district. I keep thinking the second district because I remember reading something about the girl who's running for the second district. I remember her story. Something I'm not following that one, so I don't know. Yeah, I remember reading something about the girl who's running for the second district, but you're you're in the first district. But Steve, like I said, you're you're always welcome to come on the show, and um, you know we're here as your voice. And um, email me the email me the campaign information so I'll do that. We could uh we could start some good trouble. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right, take it easy, Steve. Have a good one. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you again. All right.